and welcome to another Death by Bungie podcast, the podcast Talking with Bungie. I'm Rich Wilson, the owner of Bungie, Bungie, the founder of the YouTube channel Death by Bungie, and this podcast is intended to supplement the Death by Bungie YouTube channel. I try to keep all of the content on the Death by Bungie YouTube channel kid-friendly, family-friendly. I try to make it pro-hunting, but also something that's not offensive to anyone. We don't use any foul language. I don't really inject a lot of... There's no political uh, undertones or even uh, straightforward messages contained in the YouTube channel. I typically stray away from that. And I stay away from that because I don't want people to be turned off by the content. I want to entice people and encourage people to enjoy hunting, to enjoy that outdoor lifestyle. I want them to see what the crossbow can bring to the table for them, how it can be a tremendous tool for them to enjoy the outdoors. Because I am such a fan of the YouTube channel and YouTube in general as a way to share the outdoors, I feel compelled to comment on an article, an editorial by Tom Bineski in Pennsylvania Outdoor News. This is in the January 3rd, 2020 issue of Pennsylvania Outdoor News, page nine, naturally speaking by Tom Bineski, entitled, Hunters Seem to be Overusing Social Media. Now, I don't see eye to eye with Tom Bineski on an awful lot. When I read this article, I always am interested in what he has to say. I don't write into the magazine here and comment on it there. And like I said, I I tend to keep my opinions to myself when it comes to hunting-related topics, especially the more controversial ones. I don't go out there and try and share my opinion and convince other people. I do with my friends, my co-workers, people who I meet on a regular basis in person. I share my opinions all the time. I enjoy those kinds of conversations. And with those folks, I share my opinions all the time. I don't do that on my YouTube channel because, again, there you're trying to build a base of friends of Bungie. I don't want to turn people off. And that's really not what people come to YouTube for. People come to YouTube to learn how to use a crossbow. People come to YouTube to see my crossbow in action. And I think that's the value behind YouTube, the YouTube channel, behind Death by Bungie, the YouTube channel, from my standpoint. I don't want to discourage people from using it for that purpose by overloading them with political opinions or other opinions like this. However, I do think this podcast is a useful tool for me, a useful venue for me to give you my political opinions and my opinions associated with hunting-related topics that I wouldn't otherwise share with you on the YouTube channel. The reason I think that's appropriate is because you can download these. You can listen to as much or as little of this podcast as you want to. You can share it with other people. You can comment on this by logging on to deathbybungie.com. Leave me a voicemail on there. You can contact me with the email form on there. You can always comment on social media, ironically. Facebook, Facebook group page, either one of those. Both available for you as far as Death by Bungie is concerned. You can hop right on there. And you can share your opinions with me on Death by Bungie's Facebook page or the Death by Bungie Facebook group page. 
you can contact me on Facebook is what I'm getting at. Social media. Now, this article, back to the article. The article was about his view, and this is a commonly held view amongst older hunters, probably my age and older, that social media has a negative impact on hunting. And one paragraph, specifically two sentences in this article, really sums up his view. And this is what prompted me to do this podcast. <clears throat> You're going to have to bear with me a little bit here. I've lost my voice. I'm coming off a cold. Hadn't had a cold in almost three years. And uh, finally, you know, caught up with me. So getting my voice back, getting ready to start these podcasts, going to pound out a whole bunch of them, upload a lot of these podcasts. So if you like them, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Anyway, the paragraph in question, I'll read it from the article. I think posts of kill shots are disrespectful to the animal being hunted, and they serve no purpose in the name of ethics, conservation, or even decency. Perhaps even worse, kill shots certainly don't cast hunting in a positive light to the majority of the population that are non-hunters. We hear this argument a lot. We got to look good to the public, otherwise they'll take away our privilege to go out there and hunt. I'll start with that. I'm always concerned when I hear people making that argument. That sounds a lot like extortion to me. Walk the line, put on a good face, put on a good show. Otherwise, we won't be able to do this anymore. To be honest with you, if hunting can't stand on its own, if the public, the majority, wants to legislate away our ability to go out there and hunt, then they're going to do it. And frankly, if the truth of hunting, the reality of hunting, is such that it can't stand on its own and survive that, then hunting can't be saved. There's nothing you're going to do about it. All you're going to do is delay the inevitable by pretending that hunting is something else. And that's really at the essence of this for me. Hunting, YouTube, my videos, all the other videos on YouTube, they are the truest, most accurate form of hunting there is. Social media provides an outlet for almost everyone to go out there and share their hunting experiences, the good, the bad, and the ugly. When you boil all of that down, it is fundamentally as true to hunting as you can possibly be. When someone posts a picture on Facebook of their kid with a deer, that is as true as it can be. It's not 10 years ago when I was watching the Outdoor Channel and I would see a picture of uh, some big giant buck that one of my heroes on TV had killed holding onto that buck. That's not the reality. We all know that. Everybody listening to this podcast knows that. That's not reality. But my neighbor shooting a deer on Facebook, that's the reality. That's a guy nearby me who killed a deer, and that's a good representation of what hunting is like where I'm hunting. My deer, I go down to Maryland and shoot a whole bunch of deer, a whole bunch of does. And eight years ago in Maryland, I finally killed a nice buck, real nice big buck, right? That's a good representation of Maryland. When you look at all those videos, boil them all down, you got a good representation of what it's like for me hunting in Maryland, in that part of Maryland. My videos do depict a very positive image 
of hunting because, in my opinion at least, because they're, they truly depict what hunting is to me, what my experiences are like. And I think that they are very positive ones. For that reason, I would assume thinking people in the public will analyze them, digest them, absorb them the same way. No difference. Can't speak for all the public, but I don't think that's our overall concern. Let's go back to this paragraph here. First sentence, I think posts of kill shots are disrespectful to the animal being hunted and they serve no purpose in the name of ethics, conservation, or even decency. Are they disrespectful to the animal being hunted? To me, no. They're not disrespectful because when I go out to kill an animal, that's the whole goal of the hunt, right? That is the goal. That is the end result of a successful hunt. I'm not going to pretend that it's something else. That is why I went out there. I went out there to kill a deer. And by accomplishing that, I think if I've done that in the most efficient, effective manner possible, that's the ultimate respect to the animal. The animal only exists for one purpose. It exists to make human beings happier, right? Historically, it was to feed and clothe people. It continues to perform that function. The deer continues to perform that function. It plays an important role in an ecosystem. I get that. But let's face it. We're not going to plant food plots to benefit that ecosystem without the end potential of killing that animal, taking it home, and eating it. That's really why we're doing it. Let's be honest. That's the goal. It is. There's other side goals, side benefits. In reality, that's the goal. The ultimate respect for that animal is to see it through to its purpose, help it achieve its purpose, but to do it in the most effective, efficient manner possible. He says that these kill shots serve no purpose in the name of ethics. We'll start with that one. Ethics, conservation, or even decency. Do kill shots perform an ethical purpose? Of course they do. Now, I don't spend a lot of time personally talking about ethics when it comes to hunting. I've talked about this in, casually with friends, and I've made this point in a couple of my videos. I've made this point to friends of Bungie in conversations, but ethics is a misdirected conversation when it comes to hunting. I can do a whole separate podcast on this. So again, make sure you subscribe for future podcasts. But ethics really is a way to govern your interactions with other human beings, not with animals. The people who injected ethics into animal lives, into our dialogue about animals, those people are all animal rights activists, right? When, where was the first place that I ever heard the word ethics in connection with animals? PETA, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. You will never convince PETA that anything you hunters do or that I do as a hunter is ethical. The end result, again, is to kill an animal. It can't be ethical. So we ought to stop having that conversation. Instead of ethical... I prefer a conversation about effective or efficient 
two other words that begin with E. So I'll replace the word ethics. When we talk about ethics, <clears throat> I'm really, what I think people are getting at, what I think we can agree on, where we can find some common ground here, is that when you're talking about ethics, when he's talking about ethics, maybe he's talking about killing the animal in a way that the animal does not suffer any more than necessary. Because again, you're going to kill the animal. Well, to me, that's efficiency. That's effectiveness. That's using a proper broadhead that's set up for my crossbow. That's using a crossbow that is properly sighted in. That's not hunting until I'm comfortable with my weapon. That's not taking a shot farther than further than what I think I can efficiently or effectively kill that deer. That is the most important thing for me. And I think kill shots illustrate that. Even a bad kill shot will illustrate this, even if it does so unintentionally. Think about this. If I, got, if I shot a video, I've never done this, of course, but if I shot a video of me trying to take, shoot a deer at 45 yards and I'm off a little bit, probably because it was a 45-yard shot or a 55-yard shot, those long shots, he would say, well, that's not ethical to take that shot. Okay, I'll give you that. Let's just assume for the further argument here that it's not ethical. That kill shot, and let's say it's not even a kill shot, it's just a wounding shot. If that doesn't illustrate important information for a hunter, I don't know what does. It's telling you to take a closer shot. Meanwhile, conversely, if you look at all of my kill shots, the majority of them, right, on my YouTube channel, bungee shots, all 30 and under. I think in the history of Death by Bungee, there has been simply one, only one shot at 35 yards, though in the well-pad food pot, if I remember correctly. Going back to about 2015, I'm thinking, something like that. But um, that was probably the only time that I've taken a shot at that distance. Worked out fine. It's just I, not my preferred shot. I, pr I prefer them closer than that. The vast majority of the deer that I have killed, I've killed under 20 yards, 20 or under. But I think that these kill shots do illustrate conservation. What's conservation about if it's not about effectively, efficiently killing deer or killing animals, hunting and killing those animals in the most efficient, effective way possible? That's a kill shot. That illustrates that. It tells other people who want to do that, who want to follow in our footsteps, who want to participate in this lifestyle, it tells those other people, this is how you do it. Notice how the hunter waits for the deer to be broadside, pulls the trigger and allows that arrow to find its spot in a broadside target. And how much more efficient that was, how much more effective that was, or if you prefer, how much more ethical, and I'm using air quotes around the word ethical here, but how much more ethical that shot is than one where the deer's facing toward you and you, it deflects off the front shoulder and doesn't kill the deer and you have a hard time finding the deer. To me, to be an efficient, effective crossbow hunter, I focus on what's gonna give me the shortest blood trail, make my night end sooner with the deer in my hands, in the back of the ranger, in the sled, going back toward the garage, whatever, you know, getting hung up, going off to the processors on the back of the car, what have you. What gets the deer in the coolers faster? That's the shot I'm gonna take. That's the equipment I'm gonna use.
That's conservation. That's the message that needs to be sent to people who would be hunters, not going out there and looking for deer all night and not finding them and being disappointed the next day after a long sleepless night going out and not finding that deer. So the kill shot, that's pretty powerful stuff. That's valuable stuff. That's conservation. Lastly, he says that it's not, uh, you know, kill shots serve no purpose in the name of decency. I think that is just a word that he throws in here to be melodramatic. Um, this isn't decent. It's not even decent. Well, you know, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. So is decency. That's what it comes down to. He's in a minority here, all right? Now, it's true that probably most of the people on Facebook, most of the people on Instagram, most of the people on Twitter, and most of the people on YouTube don't want to watch hunting videos. I get that. But he's not in that category, right? He's a guy who's part of hunting media, writes for a magazine, writes for Pennsylvania Outdoor News. So I don't think he can claim to be in the majority of people who are anti-hunting. I hope that's not the case. But when we talk about decency, if the kill shot is not part of decency, then you probably shouldn't be hunting. Second sentence of that same paragraph, perhaps even worse, kill shots certainly don't cast hunting in a positive light to the majority of the population that are non-hunters. I mentioned this briefly before. I don't care about the majority of the population that are non-hunters. I don't care. When it comes to hunting, I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep sharing it with people. I think my sharing it with people sends a very positive message that it's okay to enjoy this. It's okay to go out there and do it. Let me ask you this. If you want to invite somebody to take part in hunting, and you're going to bring them out there to have them take part in hunting with you, but you'll never show them a kill shot. You don't show them any blood. You don't show them the gutting of a deer. You don't show them the organs of a deer or the meat on the outside of the body, the meat going into the freezer, going into a canning jar or anything like that. Then all of a sudden you take them out there, they shoot their first deer and they have to gut it. Boy, you did them a disservice, didn't you? Now what? Now what? Now all of a sudden they're out there shocked by what they're finding out that this really is. That's horrible. That's going to turn them off and they're never coming back. But I'm not even sure that's realistic because, frankly, does anybody who thinks about hunting think about it this way? Does anybody who thinks about hunting really have the right picture of it if they haven't been out there and done it themselves or if they haven't seen a YouTube video about it? If your only image of hunting comes from television and the movies, then you don't have an accurate image of hunting. Movies, I could pull up the names of a few of them, but I'm always turned off when I see a movie talking about hunting. And half the time, I remember the movie Tommy Boy, for example, with Chris Farley. It's got, they hit a deer with the car, and then they put the deer in the back of the car and all that. And I love that movie. I, you know, Chris Farley, I was off to law school when that movie came out, and I just loved Chris Farley to death. Watched him on Saturday Night Live back then and everything else, because I was in my early 20s or 20s and all that sort of thing, right? It's not even a white-tailed deer. I don't know what kind of deer it is, but it's not a deer. I think it's a red stag. It's a not a deer that's even native to North America. Has no place walking around on a road in Wisconsin where they allegedly hit this deer, okay? It is phony baloney. It's Hollywood. 
that's just an example. But there's other, you know, movies that I've seen where a deer hunter goes out and he kills this deer and they just cut the antlers off, leave the body there and all that. This is the image of hunting that Hollywood has given people worldwide. YouTube does not give them that image. Social media does not give them that image. Social media gives them the reality. Now, it might be the brutal reality of a guy sitting next to a deer holding onto the antlers with a little bit of blood on the side of it where the entrance wound is, right? And frankly, I share the entrance wound because people want to see that. If you're into hunting and you're into crossbows, you want to see what my broadhead entrance wound looks like. I want to see what your broadhead entrance wound looks like. And that's why you should be on the Death by Bungie group page. I started that Facebook group page so that people could share that with other friends of Bungie. So that I was constantly getting these. People send me private messages and I love it. I appreciate it. But that social media is fantastic because I got people all over the country, all over the world that can send me their kill pictures, right? Their picture of their animal, their broadhead entrance wound, their exit wound. They can share interesting things like that with me. And that's valuable information. I think that that's something that is very important to conservation. It's very important. If you're talking about keeping this going long term, that's going to be necessary. That's important to have. Very important to have. Does it share it in a positive light to the population that are non-hunters? That's his concern. Well, if it doesn't, then the reality is not a positive thing. If hunting is something worth saving, if hunting is something that you should be doing because it's a good thing, then it's worthy of being shared in all its glory, and that's what social media does. This is so much better, social media is, in my opinion, than going back to where we were pre-social media, where all we had were the television shows. Now, in closing here, this is the way I kind of look at this thing. I grew up in the 80s, and I grew up on fishing shows, not hunting shows. Did not have cable. I had broadcast television only. I had friends who would tape fishing shows for me. There was the, I, was an, I hunted, right? Um, and my book, for those of you who are friends of Bungie, down the road here, we're going to have a book coming. And that book should be out this summer, summer of 2020. Hopefully in time for Crossbow Appreciation Month, right? Which is August, 31 videos in 31 days. That's what I have declared, what Bungie has declared to be Crossbow Appreciation Month. But that will be coming your way. But hopefully that book will be done and it will share some of those stories about me hunting, growing up hunting and fishing and all that sort of thing here in northeastern Pennsylvania. Sort of tell you my history of hunting, you know, pre-Bungie, pre-Crossbow, and then shed a lot of light on me getting into the crossbow as well. I think that'll be some good stuff. I think you'll have some interest in that, so make sure you stay tuned for that. And I hope these podcasts don't turn you off so much that you don't come back. But but I will say this. Me growing up, there wasn't any hunting shows. And if they did show a hunting show, it was a guy with a moose 200 yards away. It shows him pulling up the gun. He shoots. You do not see the impact. They didn't show the impact. They didn't show the kill shot. They just show the man and his crew approaching that moose afterward. And I think that was done because we just didn't want to show killing back then. But it's not killing. And then this is what the point I want to make here, okay? This is really what I'm going to try and boil this whole thing down last minute or so of this. I get what he's saying, all right? And if we're looking at just kill shots, I don't have much interest in just looking at kill shots. 
kill shot after kill shot. I'm not interested in that. I want to know the story. I want to learn something to improve my craft as a crossbow hunter. Or I want to be entertained with a story that has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Mankind or human ancestors have been hunting for over half a million years, sharing hunting stories the whole time. So we need to continue to do that with social media. Social media just allows us to do that in the most honest, realistic manner. And it allows everybody to do it. And that is what will shape hunting going forward. Not interested in just kill shots. Make sure we make that distinction. And make sure that when you're out there with your social media, sharing your grip and grins on Facebook or on the Death by Bunchy group page, sending them to me in a private message, what have you, make sure they're telling the story along with it, that you're sharing some information with people who may see that, that will encourage them to, out, to appreciate the outdoors, encourage them to view hunting in a positive way. Make sure that you include that information as well. It's not just kill shots, but that's a big part of it. No way around that. Don't pretend that they're not out there. Don't pretend that the kill shot is not part of the equation. In fact, don't pretend and don't be ashamed of the fact that that kill shot is the climax of the hunting video, isn't it? It really is. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I invite your comments on deathbybungie.com. You can go on there and you can leave me a comment on the uh, voicemail section or send me an email. Give me your thoughts on this. Perhaps if you do that, I will use it in an upcoming podcast. If you have thoughts you want to share and you want to join me on a podcast down the road, maybe we can do something like that as well. Uh, this is a new thing for me, this whole podcast thing. And we're going to see how it goes. People have been asking for this for a long time. I've been toying with the idea for a long time. And I'm happy to be able to share it with you now. Thank you for listening. Until next time, all hail Bungie. Ha, 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 ha.